Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for November 6th, 2007. From downtown Orlando, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined each week by our team of Orlando experts, Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. And back in the peanut gallery this week, Will Perry's with us. And in this week's show, we're going to dis- discuss the top news stories on the Diz, including the robbery that took place on Halloween night at downtown Disney. In their Couple Things to Do segment, Corey and Julie Martin talk to us about their day at SeaWorld's Discovery Cove. And Kevin Close has a comparative review for us between 1900 Park Fair at Disney's Grand Floridian and the Cape May Cafe at Disney's Beach Club. All that ahead on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. Now, uh, we do have a couple of uh, housekeeping items. Actually, have quite a few this week, so let's get started with those. First, I want to remind everybody, the 6th and the 13th of December, we're having our podcast meet and uh, more details to come on exactly where that's going to be. But if you want to join us, uh, please go ahead and sign up on our podcast main page, which is podcast.wdwinfo.com. And uh, also, I wanted to make a note that uh, last week we were warning everybody, if you were coming down, that you know there was a possibility of getting some bad weather with uh, Tropical Storm or Hurricane Noel. And uh, so this week, if you're planning on coming down, I want to tell you the weather here is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. The weatherman said it was a 10. It, it's incredible. It's been all weekend. has been picture perfect. Not it a cloud been, in the sky. Yeah. And uh, No humidity. No, no humidity, air conditioning. No air conditioning. Windows have been open. I've been sleeping so good at night. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, no. Oh, I've been sleeping great. <laughs> yeah. We, we have it to. has to be 40 degrees to open the windows. It's been, I'm telling you, it's been so chilly. At night here, I don't know why my bedroom has been like a little too. ice box. It's been great. So, um, if you're coming down, this is the this is the best best time of year for us with weather. So, um, when we're not having hurricanes and wildfires and things like that. So, and we also have some prizes to give away. We actually have three prizes to give away this week. Uh, the first prize I'm giving away is um, last week. Missy Smith had sent us an email asking about spas, and it kind of inspired me to do a segment on it. And we're going to be doing some more segments on it in the future and to say thank you and what we're going to do in the future now if we ever get an email that inspires a segment we're going to let you choose one of the envelopes and uh, for those who aren't familiar with our envelopes we have 30 envelopes we keep here and uh, at the end of the month we uh, always select one of our email uh, one of our one of the emails we write on the show and give that person a choice of one of the 30 envelopes as a prize in each one and they could win anything from a $25 $25 gift certificate to stays at the Swan Dolphin to, I think we have some iPods in there. We have some, we have all sorts of stuff in there. So, uh, She picked number 12, and I love her prize. I'm so excited. First time we've given out one of these on the show, 30-gig iPod. Wow. That's cool. 30-gig iPod. Very exciting. So congratulations, Missy. You picked a good number. Number Just in 12. Time for Christmas. Now, Julie, we have two other ones we have to yes, give um, away as well. Our email winner is Tyler Johnson, and he chooses number 30. Number 30 for Tyler. And number 30. Oh, round trip transfers with FL Tours. Cool. Oh, cool. Very and nice. And then. Um, you know, from our, our list of sign-ups where people sign up for random giveaways and things like that, Ted Rex, and he chose number one. Number one. One extreme to the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. 
Good choice. Three days, two nights at the Swan Dolphin. Wow. All right. Wow. That's three wow. really good prizes. Really good prizes. <laughs> Excellent choosing, people. Excellent choosing. All the prizes that are left stink. <laughs> we have nothing but $25 gift certificates. Popcorn. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna, I am gonna. have to go in and, and refresh, re- refresh the prizes, yeah. yeah. I have some new ideas for no. some, some... We'll put some cool stuff back in. Am I still in there? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there there is a there is a dinner with Kevin in the offing as well. Am in, I in there? there? But you have to give me you're, your iPod. No, you're not in there, Bob. Golfing with Bob. We're talking. No? no, now we're talking about Kevin. Later, oh. we'll talk about Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it all has to be brought back to Bob. Is there anything yeah. for me in there? No, dinner with Kevin is definitely uh, is definitely in there. So you're going to get hate mail from the Save Bob Club. Mm. No. We love Bob camping. The, bo- really? the Babarazzi, Julie called them. Yeah, that's the what Bob-a-razzi. I've been calling them. Babarazzi. <laughs> yeah, I told that's Corey, good. I told Corey the other night, and I said, all those people that chase Bob down in the parks, I'm going to start calling them Babarazzi. We were watching TMs. <laughs> How about the Babarellas? <laughs> you can send money to the Save the Bob Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Every dollar can feed a Bob for a minute. There you go. <laughs> Easy. Oh, Lord. All right. That's going to do it for our housekeeping this week. We're going to move on to the news. Our first news story this week. Uh, Halloween night was anything but fun for an off-duty Disney cast member and her boyfriend. While the two were sitting on a bench in a secluded area of Pleasure Island, they were approached by two men wearing Halloween masks. One of the men pointed a gun at them and demanded all their valuables. The man ended up giving up his wallet and about $25 in cash. Investigators later found the two masks they believed belonged to the gunman. Now, no arrests have been made, and the Orange County Sheriff is still investigating. There, there's, I, I always say that there's something, there's something hinky about this. They were sitting in a dark corner at 2 o'clock in the morning. Pleasure Island closes at, they weren't even on Pleasure Island. They were in the west side, and it closes at 11 or 12 o'clock. And I understand that, you know, they're off duty and stuff like that, but I don't want to scare tourists. Pleasure this Island opened until two. Yeah, but they weren't on Pleasure Island. This makes right. it sound like they're at Pleasure Island. They're in downtown Disney in that walk area. I don't know this uh, behind bongos. Behind bongos what, in that what, area. What cannot be ignored? What simply cannot be ignored? And this isn't Disney's fault, but uh, the crime rate in Orlando is rising rapidly and has been for the last few years. As a matter of fact, Orlando is really bucking the trend. A lot of other areas in Florida are crime rates down. Orlando is up. And especially in downtown Orlando, which is where I live, um, I can tell you it's becoming a bigger and bigger concern for us. And I think it's starting to spread out into uh, onto Disney property. I mean, we've there are reports of muggings and things like that. That you know, well, the last the last time they reported a mugging, it ended up being suspect. Right, it was not um, true. And I don't so, mean to make it sound like this isn't a, a real thing. I guess what I'm saying is that they always report this as this is going to scare tourists away. I just have to tell you, if you're not in a dark, secluded spot at 2 o'clock in the morning, you probably have a better chance of this passing you by. This didn't happen during business hours. We talk well, about this know, all the time. I when you're on to... vacation, don't take unnecessary risks. Why would you be in a secluded area at 2 a.m.? They were making out. I was about to say well, that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it lets, go in your car and make well, out. You know, you also have that feeling, I'm on Disney property, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. You don't expect that to happen. And I'm going to run the assumption right now, I'm going to try and avoid the cynicism and say that these two people were, in fact, held up at gunpoint. Nice and point it was, actually. No, it was gunpoint. Was it really? They I said it was, it was gunpoint. And uh, that it was, um, you know, I'm, um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this isn't something that we're going to start seeing more of. But 
I got to be honest, I'm getting more and more nervous at the thought of being at anywhere near downtown Disney after dark. It just doesn't feel, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I feel the same way about CityWalk. I feel the same way about CityWalk. I don't feel that way about downtown Disney or Pleasure Island any at place all. Where, any place where there's going to be matter. a lot of any well, place where there's going to be a lot of drinking going on mm-hmm. by locals, by younger locals, um, you are bound to have problems. I have to say, the last couple of times that Corey and I have been there, I mean, we haven't seen any horrible, like you know, incidents like this or anything. But you know, we left pretty late at night. I mean, it was closer to like maybe even three a.m. Three thirty. Yeah, or three thirty. And even walking through the parking lot, you know, there's people around. I was on my guard. I was watching those I, other I people. I think that's our point. I think our well my point is even though you're on vacation, you still have to be smart mm-hmm. and you have to be aware. You don't put yourself in a position you personally would never walk alone to your car at no. three thirty AM. Right? I was with two men. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I mean I think that that's part of part of the point. And going back to the costumes, you're actually not allowed to wear a, a mask at Disney at Halloween. You're not allowed to wear anything that covers your face. Right. They won't let you into any of the parties or any of the things. So I don't think these two people were participating in a party and then decided to go mug somebody. I, no. think, I think they knew what they were doing. Me and too. Set out to cause trouble. Well, I know you couldn't have masks. I, I, I meant uh, the end of costumes. Oh, that would be terrible. Um, but it does, it does raise a lot of questions. It does raise a lot of questions about what's going on at, uh, at downtown Disney. I just, it makes me nervous. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just makes me nervous. So, uh, Haynes has announced that they have secured a 10-year deal with Disney to use their Haynes and Champion brands as the exclusive T-shirt for all Disney products. And according to the report in the Winston-Salem Journal, the deal will be worth tens of millions of dollars, and the company expects to provide 5 million basic apparel units to Disney each year. Haynes is based in Winston-Salem, but has moved most of its production outside the U.S., and as part of the deal, Haynes will also have naming rights to the wide world of sports baseball stadium. So I guess it's going to be called yeah. the Haynes Wide World of <laughs> Underwear. Sports Baseball Stadium. Is that what they named it? Um, and <laughs> I thought this was an interest, a little, was, was interesting. Cups for everyone. <laughs> I thought this was interesting because we're, uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago that we're, we're doing some T-shirts. We're doing some new shirts for the show and for the site. And we have been kind of taking a look at a lot of different brands. And like one of the brands we absolutely said no way to was Haynes. Um, their uh, their basic stuff just isn't that good, and uh, just go, just think you're going to get to pay twenty five dollars for a a Hanes t shirt a Hanes t shirt that probably cost Disney about sixty cents twenty five I think it's going to be more than that t shirts in the park now are closer to thirty thirty are they really yeah. they're up there. they also have Champion and Champion makes great sweatshirts they do make great sweatshirts but um, you know there I think there's also a line of heavier gauge t shirts that they they put out under the Champion name. And I got to tell you, any of those I've ever worn, that's, they're not comfortable in theme parks. Not they're at all. They don't, they don't breathe. Mm-hmm. They don't breathe at all. So, I think um, that's the name of the stadium, too, Champion. But Will had, you know, when I said to Will, you know, tell me what the, what the different, uh, qu- you know, what the quality differences are, you were talking about, uh, take a mic uh, for a second, Will. Um, you were talking about Hanes and American Apparel. Hanes, American Apparel. You've got, like, Jerseys is another brand. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a couple different options you have, but we definitely don't want to go with the Hanes or jerseys or Gildan Tees is another one. Um, alternative apparel, American apparel. I'm sorry, is a is one I think we're going to go with. Yeah, I like really like the quality of those shirts, and they're not they're, the prices are really reasonable. Prices are, are almost identical, so yeah, you know, just do a little research and you know you can find better stuff out there. So I'm just uh, you know just saw that and 
like I said, we've been, we've been doing a lot of research on T-shirts the last couple of weeks. And uh, what was that? Max. That was Max. Oh. oh, Max is in the room. Okay. The Max got. <laughs> now, um, also. You guys sitting around just thinking of these things. <laughs> no, this was on the boards. Somebody posted that. <laughs> now, just as an aside this week to the news, um, have you guys been seeing what's going on with that housing deal out in Anaheim? This yeah. is all yep. falling apart. Yep. This is all falling apart. Apparently, whoever owned the land, um, it, it, it looks it looks like somebody got to them. Right, exactly. It looks like somebody got to whoever the landowners were, and now all of a sudden the deal with SunCal, who was going to develop the property, is in default. And so it's really, uh, really interesting to see. Two, of the, two or three of the commissioners have already said that they're going to pull the, uh, gonna pull the, the referendum, referendum right off and... Uh, because they're not supporting the lawsuit anymore, so that's going to go away. So there won't be any referendum, and they'll do whatever they want with the land. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. <laughs> Apparently, the developer was supposed to continue to pay uh, some cor- some kind of uh, stipend to the, the the current owner every time they extended the purchase. Because they couldn't purchase the, they weren't purchasing the property until they were actually got permission to build the zone, right? So they were actually paying them the the right to continue to option to buy it, and they missed one. Is how I understood the story. Yeah. And because they missed one, now they're saying we've got other offers. And the the story I read, they said specifically we did not receive an offer from Disney. However, we know how Disney works. You know, and it, yeah, uh, I just it, yeah, it looks like somebody got to. Them. I got from the WDW. Company, you know, yeah, right. You know, some made-up name. So, and the, the the only other thing I wanted to mention before we close the news this week was that uh, last week American Airlines started a uh, a price hike, twenty dollars, and it looks like all the rest of them are following suit. And this is the seventh price hike since Labor Day, since September. Yeah, fuel costs um, are going uh, crazy because well, fuel costs are going crazy, and I appreciate that. But they also posted some pretty amazing profits last quarter. Mm. So it's uh but uh just warning everybody that you if there's anything you can if if there's anything you should book early as early as possible at your airfare it's only going up seven increases since uh since labor day so that's nuts this was by far the largest this was $20 it was on average it was about $20 yeah. on a round trip ticket so use a southwest ding feature you'll find some good rates through that well they're saying that you know those coming to Orlando you might fare a little bit better because the real real competitive routes some of them aren't raising the rates on those because they're very competitive yeah but in general $20 $20 for a round trip ticket so all right that'll do it for the news this week we're going to move on to our rapid fire segment and who would like to start I will. All right, Julie. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> Beat me by us. Yeah. Yeah, it's that long pause you take. <laughs> Sorry. Mine's about the, Air- the Epcot character spot. It's going to be a new character meet and greet where guests can get photos, hugs, and autographs with some of their favorite characters. They'll be able to meet Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, and Chip and Dale in their own themed area with the backdrop, side pieces, and built-in lighting. So it's going to be something totally new and different. It'll be like you're walking into a Disney cartoon when you get your photo taken. Um, There's no info on the exact location, so if you're heading to Epcot, just check your park map to see where it'll be. Cool. But I thought that was really neat. Very neat. Thank you, Julie. Bob? Pete, I have one. Uh, It's the uh, Fantasy of Flight is having an event. I may check this out this weekend. November 10th and 11th. 
it it's uh, admission to f- fantasy of flight. There's a hot air balloon race. There's racing boat regatta, water ski shows, classic car shows, vintage airplane aerobotics, uh, kids' activities and games, live entertainment, and great food. And this this uh, place is located off of I four. It's um, Location I four exit forty four and then follow the signs. It's about twenty four twenty five miles. It's not that far, so if if you're looking to do something this weekend, it, it's going to be a good take. Well, you've, in. you've talked about it quite a bit to me. Yeah, in the past, and it sounds this sounds kind of interesting. So, so I might go check it out. Nineteen ninety five adult admission, uh, kids free kids tickets with each adult admission. So that's pretty well, that's cool. Good. Yeah. So uh, it's a cheap day. Yeah, you can go to their website. It's w. Well, there's event ticket. Uh, visit www.roar r o a r dash n dash soar dot com. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. Uh, I have one for a uh, Disney Cruise Line is offering a shipboard credit to annual pass holders, uh, seventy five dollars for a three or four night cruise if you travel between January sixth and March sixth of. 2008. There's also some pretty good rates out there right now for those uh, those sailings. You're going to need proof of a, an annual pass. You're going to have to fax the uh, fax a copy of the front and back of your annual pass over to Disney Cruise Line in order to get the rate. And uh, that also can be combined with Dreams Unlimited's shipboard credit offer, which is uh, twenty five or fifty dollars for a three and four night cruise, depending on what type of stateroom you book. So that could be as much as a hundred and twenty five dollars. So, and in the interest of of course and a full disclosure, uh, John and I are part owners in Dreams Unlimited Travel, so we do have a business interest in that. But uh, still, very good deal. Very good deal. So that's mine. John? Uh, I have two real quick ones. First of all, there's a change to the lineup for the Candlelight uh, Processional this year. Uh, Andy McDowell will read December oh, 14th her. through the 16th. I love her. But don't stand the first few rows or your eyes will get poked up by those teeth. Stop. <laughs> what are you talking about? She could eat an apple through a page wire fence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> his mother's expression. <laughs> There's a funny story there. I never knew what it meant. And all of a sudden we were driving along one day. And you know what a chain link fence is? Yeah. I passed one and it said page on it. Apparently it's the name yeah. of the fence. I mean, I got to be like almost 45 <laughs> years old before I figured out what the heck a page wire fence was. <laughs> She could eat an apple through a page wire. <laughs> oh, don't do that! To me. Don't do that to me when I'm tired. Come on! It's not my joke. I give that Kevin's. Mom I am working on three that. hours sleep. I'm really punchy, and you're going to talk about eating things to a page wire fence. I'm going to wet myself. She replaces Isabella Rosalini, who apparently doesn't want to do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> She hates Disney. She hates children. She, she hates all of a Christmas. sudden looked up one day and said, who signed me up for this? <laughs> She's been banned for life. I'm Isabella Rosalini. Don't you know who I am, darling? And my second one is um, Small World in California is going to be down for most of January for retooling. Do you know why? Yeah. To accommodate fat people. Really? <laughs> yep. They're going to make the boats more accommodating to bigger and heavier guests. Apparently. See, whenever I sit in the back of one of those boats, it always goes through. 
you know, we hydro- nose up. We hydroplane. <laughs> <laughs> I sit in the back. It's like, like you're nose going up. faster than you are. Nose yeah. up all the way through small world. All the little dolls on the side get Same washed away. <laughs> <laughs> we actually sat in the back of the boat one day, John and I, and the people in the front were clutching the rim. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a problem with the boats are bottoming out at certain points, and you're getting stuck. <laughs> the loop is playing over and over no. again. They yeah. said the average weight of the um, the tourist has gone up since the ride first opened. What is, oh, man. Well, yeah. I mean, that was how many years ago? They were compensating for it by not putting as many people in, but people were getting mad because they weren't filling the boats up and they were having to wait in line. And then if it did get stuck, they had to ask people to get out. We were in a boat one day. You have to swim the rest of the way. Do you know what they did? We were, in a, we were in a boat one day. This was a long time ago, and there was a bunch of people in it. And the cast members in Disney World, who all those wear those little striped shirts, came out of the woodwork and had to get in the boat to make the boat weight. As long as the boat, the weight is more evenly distributed, it doesn't matter how much weight is in it. But... It has to be even, so they were like putting extra people in the boat. So it was like the dolls were getting in the boat. It was really oh, that's crazy. weird. <laughs> like, who are these strange people? It, it looked like a Cuban boat lift. <laughs> and before uh, you write us hate okay, mail, I, was I just want you know the PC contingent is going right, to be up in arms. There are heavy people on the panel. Just so you know that. Oh, I thought but you no, were going to say no Cubans. No Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there Will's three, Cuban. There, 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 there. <laughs> From Indiana. From it's South Indiana. Cuba. <laughs> the week, the week, the week. This is Ilian Gonzalez. <laughs> All grown up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> There's going to be a snort. <laughs> you can't do this to me today. You guys are killing me. You're killing me. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that very, very entertaining <laughs> rapid fire, John. You're welcome. You never know when these things are going to go. They part. just It's all part of the show. Kevin, what do you got? I have two also. They're getting ready to open the new restaurant in the Contemporary next year. We told you about this two years ago. Oh, we've been only been broadcasting since. <laughs> we told the people on the Diz about it, though. On the Diz, did we? We posted it two years ago okay. that this information. It wasn't on the podcast, but we did post but it. I think you did mention it on the podcast at one point, though. Right. I seem to remember that. Right so. when it first, we first started. Um, it's going to be called The Wave. It's an Asian fusion restaurant, and they expect it to be open sometime next year. No, you can't make ADRs for it yet. Okay. <laughs> is it open now? Is it open now? Really? Is it open now? How about now? Uh, the other one I have is uh, we were just talking about how busy next weekend is. If you're in town for the weekend and going to the Arts Festival, Downtown Celebration is having their Taste of Celebration Friday night <gasps> oh, between yeah. 5 and 10. Friday night? Or, I'm sorry, Friday. Saturday night. Excuse Saturday. me. Sat- I believe Saturday is the 10th. Yes. Okay, Saturday night the 10th, between 5 and 10 p.m., uh, all the restaurants in Celebration have booths outside, and they sell samples of their food. It's kind of like a Celebration Food and Wine Festival. They oh, also okay. have live entertainment. Michael, um, I can't remember what his name is, but the name of the band is Swingerhead is going to perform, and they're a real popular local band. Mm-hmm. They've got sort of a new-agey kind of rockabilly swing sound. They're really good. 1940s swing sound, I guess, yeah, is what I, I really that. mean. Yeah. And they also have stuff outside for the kids, and there's crafts, and there's other tchotchkes for sale. So that's going on this Usually Saturday. They have like a hayride, too. We're going this Saturday, and so are you. They do, so. they yes. do a that train pole. Where they yeah, the train. And then, and then at 8.38, there's supposed to be a rocket going up 
So if you go to the not far, from celebration, no, not from celebration, but <laughs> from Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Space Center, <laughs> they're launching one. they launching one from the hotel. <laughs> but you, you might be able to catch it. As Siggy, a, Siggy, Sputnik. Stand, be there. stand back, back otherwise you'll get west. incinerated. <laughs> yeah. Go to the far left part of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We've heard this story. On the other, so keep right that in mind, folks. At 8.38 p.m., do not be anywhere near Celebration. It's going <laughs> yeah, to be engulfed in the flames of a rocket. Big time. Well, I thought he was going to say at 8.38 they were going to do a hayride. And no. I thought, how precise is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's very precise. <laughs> That's Disney time. <laughs> it really is. Sorry. I know, so um. I can't do 8.30. You can have 8.38 though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin. Corey. Uh, the Wilderness Lodge holiday sleigh rides are coming back this year. The, um, these are horse-drawn sleigh rides. The price is $35. They can accommodate four adults or two adults with three children, um, nine and under. It's offered December 1st through December 30th. Uh, it's a 25-minute sleigh ride. Departs every 30 minutes from 530 to 930. You're going to take me, aren't you? I sure will. Oh, oh isn't oh. that cute? <laughs> Do you want to go? No. I feel, excuse me while I check breakfast, I feel it coming up. I don't, I don't want to watch the horse sweat. <laughs> You'd have to retrofit the wagon so we don't bottom out. All right, that is going to do it. That is going to do it for Rapid Fire this week. We're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, Discovery Cove is one of the more elusive destinations in Orlando. Many have heard about it, but far fewer have actually experienced it, partly because of the steep price associated with its admission. Discovery Cove was part of a calculated gamble by Anheuser-Busch back in 2001. They would only allow 1,000 people a day to pay $200-plus to play in the water park and swim with the dolphins. And we received a number of emails asking about Discovery Cove, so I asked Corey and Julie to go check it out for their next couple things to do segment, and they're back this week with a report. So how was it, guys? Worth every cent of your money. It really is. Really? Worth every cent of Pete's money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's per- perfectly good with my money. How about if it was your money? Oh, I even I told Corey, if, even if we had paid for it out of our own pocket, yeah, it would still be totally worth it. I'm thinking about saving to take my sister next summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how much we enjoyed it. It was a really, really great experience. All inclusive. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's everything's done at your own pace. You, there's, the only set time you have is your dolphin encounter. And that is assigned to you when you first arrive. I'm going to start. I'm just going to tell them what it all includes. So it's all inclusive. You have the 30-minute dolphin swim. You get to snorkel in their coral reef, which has thousands of tropical fish in it, as well as giant rays. Um, You get to wade in the actual ray lagoon, which is right next to it. And you get to hand feed birds in their three-room aviary. Wow. Which is was, was one of my of favorite parts. Huh. <laughs> um, the snorkel gear, which comes in adult and child sizes, is included. You have to wear either a swim vest or a wetsuit. Towels, lockers, beach chairs, and sunscreen are also supplied. But the sunscreen is like a tiny little sample. So if you have a family of like four or five people, you're going to have to buy more when you get there. Oh, they don't give you one per person? Well, they do, but oh. it's seriously not enough to cover your body. <laughs> we had crappy weather, so we didn't really need sunscreen no. that day. Um, breakfast, lunch, snacks, drinks, and Anheuser-Busch products are available throughout the day for you. Oh, you can drink. Free? Now, I have to go back yes. a second. When you talk about you had crappy weather, but that didn't change your experience at all, did it? No, This did isn't not. one of those things no. that you have to have sun to it, enjoy. It was, it was raining, but we, we had a great time. We yeah. spent a lot of the time underwater anyway. Right. I mean, you're wet, so rain's really not going to bother you that much. And it wasn't like a torrential rain. It was just enough to annoy you, you know? Constant, yeah. Um, before or after your visit? 
you also have the choice of admission to either SeaWorld, Orlando, or Busch Gardens in Tampa Bay for seven consecutive days, or you can combine <clears throat> and have a pass with admission to both theme parks for 14 consecutive days, but you have to pay an extra $30. That's a that's a value. We did this Thursday, so we're probably going to do SeaWorld um, either tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. you have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tomorrow. Um, <laughs> check-in begins at 8 o'clock, and the parking is complimentary. Their official hours are from 9 to 5.30. But you can arrive as early as 8. And we got there about 8.20. Yeah. We saw people coming in as late as 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to pay this much money for an all-day experience, get there. I would get there early. Get there early. Most yeah, definitely. absolutely. Um, once we walked in, we were greeted, of course. And then we were assigned to one of the little counters where they check your ID, make sure you're a Florida resident, because we have the Florida resident rate. You know, they print out your pass, <clears throat> which is actually a photo badge. I brought it to pass around and let you guys see. Wow. Yeah, that there are no paper maps. For the safety of all the um, the animals, so they Smart. actually give it to you in plastic, and and they actually have maps located throughout the park um, on rocks. Mm-hmm. It's really neat looking. Huh. But they took both of our photos, and then we got our passes and wow, that's cool. um, continued through the little entryway, which has a beautiful mosaic floor. So be sure to take in that little entry building. You know, I know you're excited, and you're going to want to be like, "Oh, I need to get get in there," you know, and start doing my stuff. But you have all day. Take your time. Don't forget to take your time. But tell them what we saw when we were entering before we walked down the little, the little path. What was it called? It was, oh, <laughs> I didn't know you didn't know what it was. Um, after we were leaving the facility, you go along this little path. There was one of the Discovery Cove animal experts holding a South American two-toed sloth. Oh, and wow. it was facing her, and its head kept looking up the whole time. Like, it wanted to be upside down so bad, you could tell. <laughs> And wow. you could pet it along its back. You just couldn't touch the head. She made sure to tell us to stay away from the head and um, take photos of it. And, and, and w- what do I do when I go to pet it? You I go try to, pet to touch the head. The head. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And it'll bite you, right? Well, I don't know. I guess It looked really friendly. For our safety, you shouldn't touch the head, you know? For a sloth. <laughs> right. But it felt like a horse's tail. It was very coarse, the hair on it. Um, after we made our little way through the path, which is... Just beautifully landscaped. There are giant palms and all these native plants here in Florida that we have. So it, it looks like a jungle. You know, you really get that feel. You do not feel like you're in the middle of Orlando at all. I was invited into the park when it first opened. I didn't get to do anything. We were just invited in to see what it looked like. So all we did was walk around. It actually is one of the most beautiful spots in Orlando. It really, it really is. is. Um, I think at one point we heard a car and we were like, whoa. Whoa, where's that? Yeah, where's that coming from? From I-4. But it, we yeah, heard. it was just one one time. <laughs> but we had a short guided informational tour once we um, came along to the end of the path. Another cast member, for lack of a better word, greets you and takes you and kind of shows you some of the main spots, like the first aid station, um, <clears throat> the merchandise stores, the, the lockers. Pickup. Yeah, the photo pickup and things like that. And then once that was done, she let us go. And you could start your day. We went right into the aviary because we, you know, we wanted to explore a little bit. So we went into the aviary. And I would suggest anybody who does Discovery Cove, go straight to the aviary because the birds are hungry right first thing in the morning and nobody's in there. So we were just swarmed with birds. Really? A, yeah. It was a, I really had a great time in there. Were they like there. on you? Yes. Well, well, they give you little uh, ramekins with bird, uh, bird feet in it, you know, apples and just a, a mixture. And you, you hold, hold the ramekin in your hand and you... And they you just hold it up really high to try to entice them to come and land on your hand and eat. Well, there were these little, they were colorful little birds. I don't know what they were. They were either some sort of parakeet or something like that. They attacked us, basically. They were, like, fighting oh, over the food. Bodega Bay. 
<laughs> but they were friendly. They really were. They were sweet little uh, little birds. There was even a baby deer. It looked like Zoe, Bird? our little dog, our baby miniature pincher. Oh, in the aviary. Yeah, it doesn't get much bigger than, I mean, it was smaller than Max, this little deer. Oh, was it a key deer? No, it wasn't a key deer. It was some um, South, um, something from South America, I believe. A lot of their birds were from South America. We even encountered a South American turkey that was gorgeous, but it had these weird orange dots on its head that kind of looked like pimples. <laughs> South American <laughs> turkey with a skin condition. There are actually three. There are actually three rooms in the aviary, and each room has their own uh, own type of birds in there. And each room has a has a cast member. I gotta tell there. you, so far this sounds awful. It does. I keep thinking of Susie and Plachette in that schoolhouse in in the birds. Oh, these aren't like these aren't no. crows coming at you. No. These, these are pretty little. birds. These are beautiful birds that you can tell they they want human interaction. I mean, we saw a peacock in a tree. We saw a huge blue parrot. When I saw it, I was like, Walter should be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, peacocks went in trees. Yeah, I mean, it was way they up high in the tree. They attack cars too, Bobby. <clears throat> they do attack cars. They attack. Diana's car. She but came back. also, you should remember to wear your shoes in here. Yeah. Because more than likely, you're going to... There's gonna, bird crap there's all over the floor. Yeah, I mean, they are cleaning and hosing the whole, the whole time you're in there. I mean, you don't see it like everywhere. But <laughs> we went into this room a second time because we enjoyed it so much later in the day. And we did see a man get a little poop on him. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a case of the bird flu waiting to happen. <laughs> did, they so give you, did they give you eye gear or anything? No. <laughs> You get no. to wear your wet No suit. one's ever going to confuse sure. either of you with naturalists. Sure. Right? <laughs> you're scaring Kevin and John right now. Well, you guys maybe shouldn't go if you're afraid of birds. We, we turn on that HD channel, and I'm scared of things that are going on there. <laughs> Nature right? channel in HD. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, once we did the aviary and everything, uh, we had not changed yet. We chose to go ahead and do that first mm-hmm. before we got wet. So then we went and found the little uh, cabana where they give you a wetsuit or a swim vest. And they make you try it on. It has to fit snugly. You know, they don't want it to uh, rise up off of you like when you're in the water. And it does provide some flotation. But if you're not a really a good swimmer, they do have vests that you can wear, you know, like um, yeah, life a life vest. Yeah, like a life jacket so that you can float more easily through the coral reef or the tropical river without any problem. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do want to wear a wetsuit, it's not the full wetsuit that goes all the way down to your ankles and all the way to your wrist. It's, it's short. You know, it's right above your knees. three-quarter sleeves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right Right at your elbows. So I could look like a sausage. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, right? So everything that's displaced by the wetsuit is around your knees and elbows. (laughs) (laughs) With your own flotation device. Yeah, really. (laughs) These are mandatory. Anytime you're in the water, you have to wear either the vest or the wetsuit. And we opted for the vest. Yeah. You know? It's just, I mean... it's the least offensive of the options. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't have the wetsuit on? No, we didn't wear the wetsuit. The I'm the little, I don't know, if I want my junk where other people's junk has been. She said it that day. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I don't know who's been in that. Can I have a lace all wipe? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they clean them. I'm sure. Oh, they spray them like bowling shoes. <laughs> but I, I just can't. I couldn't bring myself to do that. So, but <laughs> we had breakfast afterwards, and it's a continental breakfast, so it's mostly pastries, you know, muffins, some fruit, and yogurt, and they serve coffee, tea, Pepsi products, and water, of course. I was a little upset about that. I was yeah. hoping for like eggs We're hoping and for bacon. eggs and bacon and like a really big spread. I don't, well, do, yeah, I don't do pastries. For the money that you pay. Yeah, exactly. You were thinking, yeah. Get a and also, you, it, would, it would strike me they'd try to do something a little more healthy. Yeah. Like 
trying to be because more, all that sugar in the morning. Healthy. I mean, it's yeah. going to burn through you so quickly, and you're swimming the whole time. So mm. I didn't think that was a very good selection, especially for children. They get enough sugar as it is. <laughs> um, our dolphin dolphin encounter was scheduled for eleven ten in the morning, which was kind of nice. I was glad it was earlier in the day so that we were going to get to go ahead and experience it, and not be like antsy. You know, when do we get to do it? When do we get to do it? And they have three different dolphin lagoons um, with three cabanas designated to them as well. Ours was the seahorse, and you meet here for a ten minute orientation with a trainer that includes going over a few rules as well as a short video. To kind of show you what you're going to experience. And tell you what you can't wear. You can't bring um, cameras into the, into the dolphin encounter because they have their own stock photographers so they can charge $18 a photo. Um, they tell you to... You're fixated on that, aren't you? Uh, you, know, you know, I like to take my own you photos. You know your, me. You wanted Come to on. take your waterproof camera case I did. into of the... Course. You couldn't do that? We no. brought it everywhere else but the dolphin pool. Oh, right. God. So that was that. And they tell you to remove any loose jewelry you have. You can wear tight-fitting uh, rings. Rings only. Yeah. About it. No earrings, no necklaces. The dolphin think it thinks that it's a toy. <laughs> You're gonna get your ear bitten off. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> but they also assign you a pod letter when you um, come into the cabana. So you are a member of a pod, like the dolphins are, and we were pod letter B with only six other people in our group, and it was a family from the UK. There were a were, lot of people from the UK. They oh, were they, very yeah, nice. The Brits love Discovery Cove. We had a great a time with them. Um. Let's see. You talked about the cameras. Okay. Three, two, one. The water temperature is cold <laughs> to me anyway. Really? It's between 70 and 75 degrees, That's they cold. say. That's cold. But it felt a lot colder. It took me a long time to get past that point. No, just, you know, as, just as a point. <laughs> that, that point? That point. <laughs> I hate that point. Just as a point of reference for everybody, the pools at Disney property, I believe, are kept to a steady 82 degrees. So you can kind of judge the, the difference in temperature there. Well, this um, water is actually not for you, though, right? It's not kept at that. No, right. this is I mean, for the animals. Right. It's for their comfort, of course. Yeah, if you've ever been in the uh, the Typhoon Lagoon, uh, swimming with the sharks, mm-hmm. how cold that water is. That's what it feels that's like. That's what it's like. Exactly. Whoa. Freezing. Yeah. You might want to put the wetsuit on. Our trainers were Buck and Melissa, and our dolphin was Nate. He was only four years old, and he was born at Discovery Cove. So I was kind of excited that we had the younger dolphin because he was, you, you could tell he was excited. Yeah, he was playful. He was really playful. Yeah. How many dolphins do y'all think they have at Discovery Cove? I have no idea. Forty. Dozen. Forty. You read Julie's paper. It's 37. Have, yeah. No, I didn't. 37 I dolphins. I had no idea. 37. I, I, I would have wow. guessed 10. Yeah. Okay. And that, those 37 dolphins are divided into three pods. Yeah, you'd so have three to have, families. have a bunch of them because. They're yeah. not going to have the same ones interacting with the, the people all day, morning through the afternoon. They probably switch them out. Yeah, definitely. So they yeah. don't get tired. But um, oh, just a few little fun facts for you guys about the dolphins. They can swim 20 plus miles per hour and they can jump between 15 and 20 feet into the air. Wow. And of course, you know, our trainer was giving him signals and she allowed us to do the signals with her as well because he really didn't look at us unless she directed him to. Yeah. He kept his eye on his trainer the whole time. Wow. And, and they and they react a lot to sound. And when she told me that, I was, I kind of I started like snapping under the water. And she was like, "Nate, what are you doing looking at him?" <laughs> I was snapping. She, and I didn't, I didn't know he was doing that. And he was the was only that. one of us wearing like a white bathing suit, and it was pretty bright in the water. You could see that. And so I thought that's what was drawing his attention to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so funny. But the whole experience, you know, you get to ask as many you're questions as you want. With a dolphin? If dolphins are a passion of yours or if it's an animal that you're really interested in, take advantage and learn. Ask the questions that, that you want to ask, you know? Because if you don't, then I don't, I don't see how you get anything out of the experience. You right. just kind of stand there like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's something <laughs> you, you might want to do some advanced research on. T- Definitely. So before you go there and yeah. have your questions ready. Exactly. How long was the whole encounter with the dolphins? It's 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And it includes actually getting to pet him, um, a dorsal fin ride. You get to feed him the fish. Um, kiss him <laughs> which was my favorite part i could have kissed him all day <laughs> and pose and they take photos with you did you kiss the dolphin yeah, we all did that yeah everybody got to and we all got to feed him you uh you can't put your hand in their mouth obviously you have to make sure you throw the fish in mm. and you could see all his little teeth you know it was really cute and his tongue is really weird looking actually it has these little grippers on the side because since dolphins don't have lips when they nurse when they're babies they have to have something that can suction you know to the mother the little peripherally, whatever they called them, it started with the P, I know that. They latch around so that he can feed. And it's I thought that was really cool. They have a lot of teeth too, don't they? Mm-hmm. They do have a lot of teeth, Bob. And they say, you know, as dolphins living in captivity, they don't really have to use their teeth. Mm. But if they were in the wild, they would. And once their teeth are gone, that's pretty much a death sentence for them. Ugh. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, you were the only ones in the water with a dolphin, or were there other people with dolphins? Well, there were. we had a total of eight in our group, and there were... There were two other groups. Yeah, two other groups. One to our right and one to our left, but they're far enough away that it's There's not no going to bother your, ex- you know... You're basically in experience. one spot the whole time mm-hmm. until you go for the, uh, the dorsal fin ride, which requires you to swim out into the deep end. You don't have to be an excellent swimmer to do this. No. You, you just have to be able to swim a little bit. And then the dolphin brings you back to shore. And, you know, one of the trainers, Buck, actually swims out. You swim out two at a time. He takes you out to the part where you wait. You know, and then one person gets to ride while the other person waits. And then the other person comes back in, too. But um, that was really so much fun. And they feel so weird. You know, she said they actually feel like human skin, but I didn't think that. It's, it's, it's coarser, right? <laughs> yeah, it is it's coarser. It's like sandpaper almost. About how many people do you think were in the park that day? A thousand, probably. Really? Wow, maybe a le- maybe a little less than that. But I tell you what, John, even if it was filled to capacity, you would never know there were that many people because there's so many different areas and so many different things to do that everybody's doing something else. You know, you know? And, when, and when you come in, they try to sell you the, uh, the the cabana. You can get a cabana for the day. It's like one hundred and sixty dollars. I was thinking maybe because you know you didn't have enough seating. There was plenty mm-hmm. seating. Well, what's uh, what, what do they offer at the cabana? For that 160 I think it's just your private cabana. I'm not sure. Because everything else is included, you know, like your mm-hmm. food and your drinks and stuff. And, I mean, they're not coming around serving you while you're lounging. You have to go to one of the snack locations. You know, there's... I believe the cabana does include service. Yes. It does. It should. Right, the, the, yeah. right. It definitely service should. Yeah, yeah. If you're paying $160 extra on top of what you already paid. I saw the price and I was like, eh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think the price for Discovery Cove... We haven't talked about price yet, but I don't think it's bad. If you go on one of the excursions to a dolphin encounter on one of the cruises, it's a very short window that you get to do this, and it's pricey. And this includes everything else that you get to do, plus your food and drink for the day. I I mean, it's it's an investment. It's a big investment for a whole family, but I don't think compared to the other dolphin encounters, you see that that's a bad price. You know, I was telling Julie, it's like like three... 
shore excursions all in one. Mm-hmm. You have the dolphin encounter. You have the stingray um, interaction, and you have the coral reef swim. And, and that's the a good aviary. Way, that's a good way to so look at it. So you have it all. You know, it's, it's all that. Plus, should, your, plus uh, your refreshments, your food and drink. Yeah. Yeah. Plus you get to go back to SeaWorld for seven that's days. Right. Well, or talk, Gardens. talk to me a little bit about price. What, what does it cost? Let's see. There, there, are, there are a few options. Um, you know, the, with a dolphin encounter, it's two hundred and seventy-nine dollars a person. It, it, anywhere from two hundred fifty-nine to two hundred and eighty-nine, depending on what time of the year you're going. Now, you can do it without the dolphin encounter, and that that ranges anywhere from one hundred fifty-nine to one hundred and eighty-nine dollars per person. Mm-hmm. We had a Florida resident discount, which was one hundred ninety-nine dollars a person with the dolphin encounter. That's with the right. dolphin encounter, yeah, that's a good that's price. Cool. Eighty bucks off. Yeah. They also have a trainer for a day. That you can do, but it's much more expensive. Yeah, that's that's up there to anywhere from four hundred and fifty eight dollars a person to four hundred and eighty eight dollars a person. And what do they do with that? It's more one on one interaction with a dolphin. That's what I read on the website. You must get more time with the you dolphin. Do. Yeah. It, it, and you get more time with your trainer and being able to ask questions, you know. It's I would think it's a much better ex- not not necessarily better, but more in depth. Experience. We always hear, what can I do that's special for a birthday present or an anniversary you know, or a graduation present? This uh, is a great gift. Well, Discovery it. Cove does have um, like certain anniversary things, or if you want to propose, they'll have it to where um, the dolphin will bring a buoy. I'm not just even yeah. talking about that. I'm talking about that special. If you've got somebody who's interested in marine life, that seems like a really nice oh, gift yeah. to give somebody. We're always asked that question. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea, Corey. They, the, they bring the buoy mm-hmm. with them. They bring with the, the ring. Yeah. We should also say that we have never experienced a dolphin encounter, encounter before. This was our very first time. Mm-hmm. So, Were you nervous? No. Oh, no. Not at all. Not, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I wish we had gotten to interact more with the dolphins. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, our experience um, with the dolphin encounter, it ends with the dolphins kind of doing some tricks for you. They do As a, a group. Show. Yeah, after, after the dorsal fin ride, to come, um, you, know, you come back and we get to feed the dolphins, and then I, they'll get all three dolphins in our group or in, a, in, in our, our pool our in little our pool good. area and they'll do like a little stunt a group show <laughs> where they all three are jumping and swimming and all that kind of stuff so what would you do after that after the dolphin thing the coral reef which actually we did beforehand as well but Corey couldn't go in it was too cold I so i went go by myself the first mine. time <laughs> and i just get, took some photos get past the no not at all <laughs> <laughs> but this water was much colder than the, the dolphin water and so if you're sensitive to cold, wear the wetsuit. Keep yourself insulated. In other words, if you're male. <laughs> yeah. But all the different species of tropical fish, it's amazing. I mean, you're swimming through schools of all these beautiful fish. And then you have these giant stingrays. Huge I mean, stingrays. How- I mean, their wingspan, four to six feet. Yeah. And they wow. even have the eagle ray, which basically looks like a leopard on top. It's spotted. I thought those are beautiful. There are even some little dory fish. Mm-hmm. Right? I took Nemo photos fish? of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, dory. Oh, dory. dory fish. Not the clownfish. They didn't have any clowns? No, there were no clowns. No clowns. And then we went over to the Ray Lagoon, which is just as cold as the coral reef. But here you get to really interact with the, the smaller rays one-on-one. They're, there's about... I don't know, 25 of them in There's there. There's a lot of them in there. And they're just constantly moving and swimming. And, you know, we were petting their underbellies and their backs. Did you, you get know? to feed them? No, they don't let you feed no. them. We did get the, uh, well, we were swimming in the coral reef. We, we got to see some of the trainers feeding. The giant the ones. Giant squid. They, they feed them squid. Yeah, and that was really neat to see. Mm. They used to have a feeding thing at the SeaWorld. I, don't, I haven't they been do, there in a while. They have a, a feeding thing for the sharks. 
uh, stingrays? <laughs> no, for the sh- no. Oh, oh for, for the stingrays, the yeah. Stingrays, but they, but they also have a, a place where you can go and buy food and feed the dolphins, yeah. and they'll come right over to the side of the Dolphin, wall. The dolphins, stingrays, sea lions, and then they they usually do uh, some kind of uh, once a day when they actually are feeding the sharks. You can watch that. I mean, you can't participate, obviously, right. but um, you can watch that. That's pretty cool. You can feed the sea lions too. Yeah. Yep. Did you say that? Yes. Sorry. Not all the water is cold in the park. They have a, a resort pool in a tropical river, which actually circles the coral reef and the stingray lagoon, and it floats through the aviary. So oh, that's that cool. is really, really nice. neat. And it changes depth. You know, some parts you're like, cra- you have to crawl like a crab through because it's so shallow. And then some parts are really deep where you can't touch at all. And that water is 80 degrees. So, That's you know, when you get tired of that cold water, you just jump in there and it's so nice. Bet you were happy about this that. This is one of the right? nicest creeks or, you know, lazy rivers I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. One That's of the right. nicest spots yeah. was uh, the cavern, the rock cavern yeah. that you get to float through. Yeah. Well, they do such really a nice cool. job. I, I'm looking forward to when they open the water park. Well, um, one of the last things that I wanted to talk about were the showers and lockers because <laughs> I was really infatuated with them. There are four restrooms located throughout the whole park. But the showers are located uh, in the restroom right next to the starfish cabana. So at the end of the day, you know, we thought, why don't we take a shower before we go home? That way we're clean, you know. And they provide Crabtree and Evelyn bath products. Wow. So it's a really nice shower. And the showers are clean. I mean, I didn't have to wear my shoes, I guess, if I didn't want to, but I did, you know, just because it's a public shower. But towels, wash rags, you know, there's a little changing hour. I mean, changing area in front of the shower so that, you know, you don't have to change and, like, run to the shower right. <laughs> naked through the bathroom. But um, I thought that was very nice. And they also have hair dryers available for the women to use. So if you're on vacation and say, you know, you've planned this whole day at Discovery Cove and then maybe you guys have dinner right after or you want to go to SeaWorld right after, take advantage of that shower so that you can leave the park yeah. and go to your next venture. How was lunch? Lunch, I was, I was just about to say that. Lunch was way better than breakfast. Really? Yeah, salmon, grilled chicken. Really? Pasta primavera, wow. lobster salad, cob salad, hamburgers and hot dogs. Um, that's just some of the ones that I can remember. So they had a large of selection food. of desserts. A large selection of desserts. It's all you, you can eat. I'm sorry. It, it, is. it is all you can eat. Did they give you a, lo- a good window of opportunity to eat? From 11, 11 to 3. Yeah. Okay. As I say, because if you wow. have people doing the encounters, right. that's a... Yeah, it's a nice big window for you to, to have. Be all over the lobster salad. Right. And there are also two snack locations besides the main area, which is called Laguna Grill. Um, and there's one in the Coral Reef area, and then there's one on the other side of the park as well. What kind of snacks were they? Chips, pretzels, Beer. stuff like that. Stuff like, yeah. But, they, yeah, they have uh, Budweiser, all Budweiser products. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, Anheuser. Yeah. Because it's not just Bud. Not, Anheuser-Busch yeah. is also Michelob and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> How late did you guys stay? We stayed until so, about... 4.45? Wow. 5 o'clock? No, not 5. I yeah. thought we left right before 5. We tried to beat traffic, so yeah. we left a little early. That's a long day. Were you guys exhausted? It was exhausting, yes. I was just- okay, I have to say that I was, like, my body was tired from all the swimming. Like, my arms and legs. Like, at one point, I'm like, they're so heavy. <laughs> you know? I'm not used to all that exercise. Because you're in the water all day. Right. You know? Because you want to see as much as you can. Right, right. And just to touch on a little bit of the shopping, they do have a lot of really nice souvenirs. Um, they actually had some shirts that reminded me of some of Will's new designs for our T-shirts. Oh, really? You know, the more hip kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they have a, a large selection of sea-themed jewelry Ooh. and Wyland figurines and prints. You know who Wyland is, right? Yes. Okay. 
So how many $4,000 dolphins yeah, do they sell? Say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what date he's going to be here. It's sometime in November, but he's going to be at the Polynesian. Oh, I wow. apologize. I don't have the date off the top of my head. But they have the Wyland shop in the Polynesian, and he's going to be there signing things. That's cool. Cool. But we had such an excellent time. Um, I would definitely recommend it you know, to someone who is interested in swimming with the dolphins. I did want to mention the resort pool and the tropical river. They're, the depths are like eight and a half feet in some areas. Wow. So, so they can get pretty deep. So if your kids can't swim. Be sure to put a life vest on them. I mean, the first thing jumps out is that that initial price. But if you start adding up all that stuff that you get, it really is worth the money. It's all inclusive. I mean, you don't even have to bring cash in if you don't want to. When you check in, you can just give them a credit card, and they'll put it on your um, the passport is what they what they call yeah. it. Okay. So you cool. can just charge that. Unlike me, I was handing wet money. All you, need to, <laughs> all you need to bring is your swimsuit, a change of clothes if you wish, and, I mean, if you want, your under, underwater camera. I mean, it's, it's really, you don't need to pack a lot of stuff at all. And we get to keep our snorkel. That's good because yeah. then you're not having somebody else's snorkel. Somebody else's junk right. on your snorkel. So that's a <laughs> How did you use the snorkel? Well, we I don't think you're snorkel. using it right. <laughs> that's not the way you use it. You we know. actually did not use the snorkel. I don't like them. Yeah. I feel like I can't breathe. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, that's me too. So I just use the mask and I just come up for air when I need it. Yeah. Well, very cool. It was a great day. Good. Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much for the report. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I, this is the most in-depth I've heard um, anything about Discovery Cove. So um, I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much. All right. Our next segment, uh, Kevin Close has a review of both 1900 Park Fair at Disney's Grand Floridian and the Cape May Cafe or the Cape May Buffet at uh, the Beach Club. So, Kevin, tell us about your uh, your thoughts on these. We usually do a restaurant review where we do one this week we had the situation where we had some friends going on the disney cruise who were going to be in town the weekend before and the weekend after so we went to 1900 park fair first that's on the main floor at the grand floridian it's just off the lobby and it has a cinderella theme it's a character breakfast and dinner breakfast is from 8 until eleven ten. is that disney or what <laughs> breakfast is until eleven ten. <laughs> Dinner is from 4.30 to 8.30. At breakfast, it's $18.99 for adults and $10.99 for kids. And dinner is $28.99 for adults and $13.99 for kids. Hmm. I I was very impressed this time with the food selection. The last time I ate at 1900 Park Fair, I thought it was a little odd, the selections that they had. And it was a little scattered. There was no focus to it. They did an international theme this time. And there was an Italian section. There was a French section. And there was also an American section. So they did an around-the-world thing. And it was really very, very nice. The food was, I thought the food was a step up. Uh, They had, in the French section, you had the salad nissoise, which is with uh, tuna and egg and green beans and olives. They had coco vin and... I'm trying to think. Oh, they had a. Oh, they had an Asian what is, section. I'm sorry. What is cocoa? It's chicken and wine sauce uh-huh. or chicken and wine. Um, in Italy, they had a chicken and an Italian sauce. They had an Italian salad. They had a seafood salad. Bob, we thought of oh, you. Okay. It was shrimp and, and I know Pete doesn't like seafood, <laughs> but it was shrimp and scallops and mussels and 
calamari. Oh, no, and I was doing it. really well until I found tentacles in my food, and then they had to take that plate away. Oh. <laughs> I don't mind the calamari rings, but when it looks like 20,000 leagues beneath the sea, it's mm. got to go. Oh, did they I have like the strawberry soup? No. Yes, they oh. did. They had the strawberry soup in the beginning. We missed it. Oh, it was gone by the time we got there. Right, right. Oh, I love this strawberry one of the, soup. Donna was with us, and one of her um, favorite things is the strawberry soup, and they had run out. Ugh. Um, they also have revamped the way it was done. It was closed for a while, and they've reopened it. The buffet is seems to be much better. The flow is better. Okay. It was much better organized. They had plates in more locations, that, and so you don't have to stand in that one snaky line. Yeah. This was sort of, you know. So you can go get your salad and then get out. Right. Grab and go. It was, the food I thought was really good for a buffet. It was a nice selection. Now, there was, uh, uh, this is aimed at children. There were a lot of children in the room. And the acoustics in 1900 Park Fair are horrendous. Mm. Yeah, they are. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I, 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 make, I don't want to sound like some crotchety old fart who doesn't like loud However, I find it sometimes it's just so chaotic. It's hard to have a conversation. It's hard to even be heard across the table. And we watched a table of it was four adults and five children. And the kids were literally standing up and I, I, I'm not going to do it because it won't record right. Screaming at the top of their lungs and not at each other and not as a form of communication. It was so loud in there. I wanted to stand up and just scream. It was like if you were part of the noise, it was less offensive. The character interaction is great. Prince Charming is there. Cinderella is there. And I love Cinderella. Even better. Um, Lady Tremaine. That sounded really creepy. I really? Love Cinderella. <laughs> Lady Sorry. Tremaine and... I'm not... Drusella. Drusella and what's the other one? Anastasia. Anastasia. Anastasia wasn't as interactive she would sort of sweep through the room and talk to people drusilla was she was crazy well the stepsisters are crazy okay well one of them wasn't (laughs) the one was she had every kid up and was dancing with them Uh, this woman had more energy than any five-year-old I've ever seen. That's she good. was twirling kids around the, the the room. They were loving her. She comes up to Kevin and she puts his hand on her hand on his shoulder and says, "Are you available?" And Kevin says, "For what?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lady Tremaine walked through the room, and I hate to use an overused word. Lady Tremaine was fabulous. She said she walked up to me and she put her hand out like I was supposed to kiss it or something, and said, "It's your pleasure to meet me." Uh, it was Cinderella actually came over and put her uh, hand on my shoulder and knelt down or came down a little bit and she whispered in my ear there are some loud little princes princes and princesses in here tonight aren't there and this was unsolicited so when the characters are talking to you about the noise level it literally was bouncing off the walls in there uh, we, I finally said. So you were pretty popular. I was sitting at the the table on the I, at the way the table sat. I was on the aisle. Oh, okay. And so everybody that came by talked to me and I touched w- you apparently and touched me. <laughs> I was also making eye contact. I was enjoying the interaction with the characters. I was also enjoying watching them interact with the children. However, there's a great deal of sweets on this buffet, and the the excitement level with these kids was so grand. And on top of that, 
it seems that every other table is having a birthday. And then they make an announcement that we're going to sing to everybody who's having a birthday in the room. And they do that like every 10 minutes. We sat at the table that sat next to us. They had a birthday. They were having a birthday. And they brought out a birthday cake that had a Halloween haunted mansion theme Uh for a 10-year-old boy. I have to tell you, the cake was. They told me the cake was seventy five dollars. This was a seventy five dollar cake. It had a skull on top of it, with and they had the gummy worms coming out of the eyes. And when you open the cake, there were gummy worms sticking out of the chocolate cake and stuff like that. It really looked nice. And this was done through the Disney Bakery. So that's when you you don't you appreciate it and you get your money's worth. That's, right, exactly. You know, you don't mind spending the seventy five dollars. It was it was really well done. It was everybody at our table noticed. How cool it was. Yeah. So it was It was a nice experience. It's just if it's one of those things that you want to see the characters or you have kids that are excited about it, it's great. If you're looking for one of those couples things, now they always accuse us of not doing this from a children's point of view. I'm telling you, your kids are going to love this. Yeah. And as long as you're willing to go, I suggest you buy those little foam earplugs <laughs> just so you keep your sanity. It was that loud in there. Yeah, I can't. Get compl- very I don't even know. I wonder, what it- I wonder if you can ask for. I I know they used to have tables set back in the back. That's where area. we were. And, oh. and the acoustics in there were just. Oh. I couldn't hear the people sitting across the table from me, and we were screaming at Maybe. each other. Okay. We also went to the Kate May buffet. Now Kate May has a character breakfast from seven thirty to eleven o'clock, and dinner from five thirty to nine thirty. Dinner is not a character interaction. It's just a dinner. Uh, the price for breakfast is nineteen ninety nine for adults and eleven ninety nine for those three to nine. Dinner is twenty five ninety nine and eleven ninety nine for kids. That's not bad. There, your price at both restaurants includes a non alcoholic beverage. I like the Cape May buffet. I don't like the entire buffet. I like to pick and choose. However, I find that there are things on the buffet that if you really like them, you could make a great meal out of it. I think, I guess I just described a buffet, didn't I? Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how a buffet works. Okay. I guess what I meant was I don't go in and eat a typical meal at the Cape May buffet. There are certain things on the buffet that I like so much that I make a meal out of those. They have the steamed clams and steamed mussels, and they did something different that since the last time I was there, or maybe I just didn't notice it the last time, you can now have plain steamed mussels or steamed, or excuse me, steamed clams, or you can have steamed clams in a uh, tarragon butter broth. Oh, that's different. They had a choice of clams this time. And does, do you remember that in the past? I don't remember that. I remember that you had the mussels though, right? Right. And they had and the, the corn on the cob right yep. there. They have all the things that you would find at a typical clam bake. They had two kinds of soup today. They have their famous clam chowder, which is just delicious. It's got yeah. a little bit of a smoky flavor to it and the day we were there they had a corn chowder with smoked pepper jack cheese in it Ooh, so it had a bit good. of a spice to Ooh, it that does sound it good. was very very good oh, man. on the other side of the buffet they have a cold salad bar area they have peel and eat shrimp now which i don't remember in the past yeah they had those before and the third side of the buffet is the hot entrees there's a mashed potatoes there's a sausage and peppers there's a pasta there's a, a roasted chicken ribs uh, ribs I was those ribs, the ribs are so good i was just just going to say uh, the steamed clams the soup and the ribs to me yep. are worth the price of admission oh yeah are they like the hoopty doo ribs they are so good too yes. i find these better hmm. i actually think they're better i usually find rib meat we go to a place here in town that John likes the ribs, and I find the meat a little tough. This was like fall off your – you didn't really even have to 
pull at it. It just came off the bone. It was yeah. that good. Uh, the third, the fourth side of the buffet is where the kids' stuff is. They have chicken fingers. They also have oh, that's the other thing I like at this buffet. They have the mini corn dog nuggets. Oh yeah, those are yeah. good. And the macaroni and, and cheese. Too. It, the kids' buffet is like at my knee level, so <laughs> you can always find me. You know. Reaching down over the top of the glass thing to get the corn dog nuggets. I love them. Uh, there was a carving station, and they also now have a kids' dessert area next to the carving station where they have cupcakes and cookies and things like that. The adult dessert selection is back behind the hostess stand when you first come in, and that's all the bite-sized desserts. It reminds me of the desserts available at Boma. Well, they moved it's- them over to that, right? No, it's always been there behind oh. the, the hostess stand when you first come in. The first thing you see is the dessert stand. Oh, okay. Uh, it was so crowded that night. They had opened up the bar area for tables and an, an ante room that I had never seen open before. I, and we sat in there. I have a story about that. When you go into the lobby area and where the bell services area is, that desk there between that and the check-in desk, there used to be an archway that you could walk through. They've box that in to to make that room that you're talking about. And I, when we were there the last time, I, I asked them about it, and they boxed it in to make more room for Cape May. So we sat in there. It was very nice. It uh, The service at the Cape May Buffet was absolutely wonderful. The service at Park Fair, it was so crowded and so noisy and so many characters dancing around, and the kids were up in the aisles. It was hard for the servers to come through. He did a great job uh, at park fair the lady at cape may the woman at, this was the female server at cape may was far more attentive mm. uh i think this if you're in either area you can't go wrong if you're looking for loud and chaotic and something to entertain your kids and you have any kind of association and, gets, and excuse me and get served some decent food right which is I the thought, big part. Right. The food, I thought, if I was just going to do a food review, I would give the 1900 Park Fair for a Disney buffet with that caveat. I'd give it high marks. I thought the food was pretty good. Um, I also found at 1900 Park Fair that there were some healthier choices this time than there were in the past, the last time I ate there. There was a lot of macaroni and cheese the last time I ate there, that kind of thing. There was some healthier, there was a salad in each of the... Um, nationality sections so if you wanted to do that you could there was also like a nice uh they were making caesar salad fresh while we were standing there good food i prefer cape may buffet i like the food there but that's a personal choice i'm not suggesting that cape may buffet food is better it's a personal choice you know it's a great thing because you can you can see cinderella there and you know the only the other place you can see her is at the castle and it's that's a hard thing to get into so if if you're looking to get your you know to see cinderella that's the that's the way to go well, you could see her at lunch at norway right well, let's just face it she's everywhere i yeah. love her one of the things that, <laughs> one of the things that was really funny lecherous was, you lecherous old man bob also likes ivy if, if at, uh, oh, ivy. oh <laughs> ivy i love ivy oh. uh, uh, divine you know, I, gotta, I gotta edit this i gotta listen to this it's disturbing <laughs> yeah. Cinderella actually made a comment to me about the little boys in the room. And this was when we were having the discussion about the noise level. I said, well, the little princes seem to be really excited about you coming to see them. And she said, keep your eyes open. They're excited now as I approach the table. They'll become absolutely still. And she walked over and she sort of knelt down to get on their level. And these four little boys or five little boys became silent. (laughs) It was so funny to watch them. She intimidated them so much. And it was like they couldn't wait for her to get there. And then they had Prince Charming follow her around and 
in my opinion, he was just kind of useless. He did. I wanted to go get our car from the He's valet. Basically, <laughs> he is basically an accessory for Cinderella. That's what John calls him. John yeah. calls him a filler character. <laughs> filler character. No, we had uh, we had had breakfast at uh, 1900 Park Fair a few months ago with my mom and my sister and my niece, and uh, you know we definitely I definitely agree that the volume can get loud, but the character interaction was great, and their breakfast was fantastic. It was a very good buffet. Their food has really come a long way. It really has. It, you, at one point, it wasn't all that great, and it really has come up a few notches. It no longer seems like a second thought. Yeah. Yeah. This, you, uh, In my opinion, you went to 1900 Park Fair for the character interaction, and there was food there. This is now a restaurant with characters. And it's a classic example of what I was saying a few weeks ago about... Uh, the T-Rex restaurant coming to downtown Disney that you shouldn't have to decide between entertainment for your kids and decent food. They should be able to provide you both. And there's a good example of it because I think, like you said, kids are going to be very entertained, boys or girls, be very entertained. I thought this was definitely a step up. They seem to have improved the food selection, in my opinion. Excellent. And the character interaction. It used to be Cinderella and the fairy godmother. I think the addition of the stepsisters and the lady Tremaine is is just wonderful. It also has that sort of villain thing, so the boys right. thought it was kind of cool that the villain was there. Mm-hmm. So it, it was good. Yeah. Both were excellent, excellent, excellent experiences. So I recommend that you try both. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate the review. Before we move on, the folks we had dinner with were the ones who just came off of this last Disney cruise. This was a cruise that was affected by Noel. Hurricane mm-hmm. Noel, they didn't get a chance to go to Castaway Key because of the weather. Oh, yeah. Too windy, too rainy. Um, we do have reports that Castaway Key is fine, no damage. They did have to evacuate the island, but other than that, other than some trees being down. However, I understand that the Wonder went to Castaway Key the day after the magic was supposed to be there, so they did it. Right. Were, they did take it there the next day, so it wasn't a, a long closure. Right. And for the first time in a very long time, both ships, the Wonder and the Magic, were in port at the same time at this cruise. That's right. We have a whole um, bunch of photos to put up for some from, from some folks who were on the Disney cruise and took a great deal of photos of the Magic and the Wonder in Nassau. Roger and Kathy took pictures for mm-hmm. us. So. Yeah, very that's cool. something that doesn't happen very often. So, no. you know, good things happen. You missed Castaway Key, but you got to see something you don't usually see. I also get reports that Disney has stepped up their food on the magic. The folks, all of the folks that came off, and this was unsolicited, over the course of a couple of days, all told me individually the food was phenomenal. Hmm. I was even speaking with somebody from Disney Cruise Line who said that they noticed a difference in the food this trip, that the food was better. Well, I got to say, I've, I've always had very good luck in their dining rooms for the number of times I've cruised on Disney. I know in the beginning there were problems with the food. They were actually buying all of, they were they were for, Disney Cruise Line in the beginning was forced to buy all their food product from the same suppliers that were supplying to Walt Disney World, and it wasn't working out for them. So when they brought over they brought the head chef from uh, Disneyland Paris over. This was this must have been what two thousand ninety nine two thousand something like that. They brought the uh, head chef from Disneyland Paris over, and he redid uh, all the food and made it a lot better that would be great though if they now i'm not suggesting that the food wasn't good before this isn't a bad review i wasn't right no no all they've noticed is that they thought there was a step up and the that the the food was even better than it was before that's great to hear that is great to hear okay thanks for that all right that will do it for this week's show folks we hope you enjoyed it 
And uh, we will be back with you again next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening.